Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of the Coming In Hot Podcast. This is episode 38. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Armando. What's up, y'all? And special guest, Tommy Balls. T-Balls in the house. Calling in from Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. Hello. All right, and uh, man, this is episode 38, dude. It's uh, last episode we recorded was, uh, I mean, technically uh, December 31st 1st. into January 1st with uh, Phil on the uh, on the reviews. Um, yeah, but since then we went to Shot Show, came back from Shot Show, and uh, have just been uh, laying low. You know, honestly, and I will say um, that like. I did plan on being a lot more timely this year than I had in previous years. Actually, brought all this recording equipment to Shot Show to kind of like record, you know, day of and stuff like that. But um, you know, man, Vegas alcohol's a, a hell of a bitch. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> Vegas does something to you, man. It, uh, it it can really get to you. You know, some people can't handle it. I mean, we survived, but um, you know, cool, cool, cool stuff and um, dramatic stuff happened at Shot Show. Um, Sounds like a typical Vegas uh, trip. Yeah, um, you know, all in all, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, plans went out the window. Plans went out the window, much like life is. You can plan all kinds of things, and shit just happens. Or like for any airsofters that still listen, mm-hmm. uh, any fucking event you go to, shit does not go the way it's planned. No, 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 not at all. And uh, that would be no exception to Shot Show. Um, so we ended up not recording. Um, well, no, I take it back. We did record something. Um, I think the first day that we were there on Monday after. Uh, we went to Range Day, um, but I haven't even listened to it because I'm afraid. I, I recall kind of some of it, and it got wild. I don't know that it would ever be. It might be something we laugh about amongst ourselves. <laughs> it's it's going to come to the OnlyFans page. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's definitely that some exclusive content. Yeah, I don't. That's it's crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was nothing. Um, that was nothing. I think was uh, going to be of use to uh, publish. Um, and then, uh, you know, once we got back to shot, um, I really wanted to do like a, a sequence of, of reviews on products and stuff like that, that different companies had sent us. And, um, one of the last things to arrive was probably one of the things that I was, um, probably the most hyped for, um, because day two, I guess would have been a Tuesday at the show. Um, we met uh like one of the owners of uh bullet box and it's um a really cool product and we'll get into it a little bit um but before we get into this uh bullet box product like i was mentioning um it finally got here it came in like two or three days ago um not mad because it was like this custom box and um you know they did uh you know send it to us because they thought you know our show sounded cool and, you know, we had a good conversation with these folks. Um, so they sent us, uh, like, a custom, uh, what was like an ammo can that's, like, custom painted, laser engraved with uh, our um, podcast logo on the side. Um, and it is fucking cool. Um, but the reason I'm mentioning this, um, what you're like, whoa, what about the drink of the evening? Drink mm-hmm. of the evening's coming, dog. So I got to pull out this uh, little um, wooden, uh, wooden box that's coming out of this uh, case. And uh, they got us some bourbon glasses that have the um, bullet box logo on them. And uh, Mondo went to the store and got us some ice because, god dang it, dude, like having bourbon without ice. I mean, I know there's people that do that, but uh, that's not good. for the week. Yeah. I don't like that. I, I need ice. So, I'm going to throw some ice in this cup. 
Ooh, that barely fits. Oh shit. You gotta suck on it first. You know, <laughs> make the ice melt and then you put the ice pack in the it. cup. Oh man. <laughs> so I got some of this <laughs> barn burner Canadian whiskey. I think it's uh I mean because Mondo got us some drinks and shit, but it's like uh, like a margarita. And I feel like for the, the first drink with the, the bullet box and the I got you the, a drink. The I've been drinking already. Bullet uh bullet glass, you, you had to have would have some proper whiskey. So that's what we're doing. Before we start doing margaritas and shit. So, here you go. Pour me some. Pour god damn. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Tommy, what you got over there? Uh well in the spirit of whiskey, I kinda made its own concoction here. Oh, uh, he's gonna go well, blind. I don't know if you guys have ever had that <laughs> shit here, but they have these little. On Halloween time, people get those little, those little bowls of like peanuts and candy corn, and it tastes like a payday. So mm. I had some screwball whiskey, no peanut butter. You okay, said I got bowls some candy of- corn whiskey. You mix the two together, uh, tastes like a payday. So been you drinking said all candy corn that. whiskey. Yeah, apparently there's a thing called candy corn whiskey. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, so I let me get know this. And it is dangerous. Oh man, this, let me get uh, this right. So at Halloween so time, they just hand out whiskey to the kids. Because <laughs> if that's the case, I, I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in California. I mean, they don't hand out. Halloween would be a lot better if they did. Yeah, this is a mm. Maverick Distillery, uh, Oakville, Ontario, Canada, bar, barn burner, handcrafted Ontario whiskey. Pretty good. Oak bourbon barrels. 83 proof, small batch. Dude, I normally can't drink like. Isn't this tasty? Straight. Isn't this tasty, yeah. dude? But it, it's it's like you're not like ooh, you know. You're like oh shit, I'm fucking dying. It's smooth. Yeah, it's some smooth shit. Um, but yeah, man, this bullet box. Um, I really wanted to feature it like on the first show when we started talking about shot. You know, before we did everything else. Um, you know, the the owners um, of this company were super pleasant. Um, they're military veterans, and. Uh, this is, you know, this this is their company, their baby. They kind of like it, uh, you know, broke down. Um, essentially, what their products are, are uh, are like customized um, ammo cans. And uh, the the website is bull b u l l a dash and then i t b o x dot com. So bull dash it box dot com. And um, the website, like, if you go to it. Um, they sell all different kinds of like custom boxes. Look, see, and what I they're don't, called is Fat Fifties. I don't know anything about this company. Never heard of it. You guys obviously got to talk to them. But right off the bat, first impressions of me, like somebody who didn't see shit, doesn't know anything about it. First thing I thought about was this fucking thing is perfect whenever you want to take your cigars and your fucking drinks mm-hmm. anywhere outside, it's, like where you're not gonna be. Near any kind of fucking, you know, camping, fishing, whatever the fuck. It's like, oh, here's my ammo can. Boom. Yeah. And you got everything you fucking need to have a good time out there. Right. And, like, it's got this little styrofoam case that holds the cups in place, right? Mm -hmm. So they're not going to be sloshing around breaking. It's got these uh, little wood slots and stuff. So you stack them on top of each other. And then it comes with this foam. So, you know, like here, I can put my whiskey bottle in Mm -hmm. this box, put the foam on top. And then, you know, close my container. Yeah. And I don't got to worry about anything breaking, you know, sliding around, doing anything crazy. Um, you know the fucking ammo can is not going to get crushed. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing's solid as fuck. I, I wouldn't want it to get scratched up because it's, nice. it's got my logo on it. It's yeah, fucking it's, badass, it's nice. dude. It's um, clean looking. But they have a, it's a Fat 50 custom bullet box. And they come in all different designs. Like, they have the Air Force logos, the Army logos. I mean, you can get, like, the bottom part of the box just, like, a solid color and, like, the top part a different color. 
Um, you know, they have the, the red line distress flags, don't tread on me. Um, they can do camo patterns. Um, you so know. they can customize it, whatever. Let's say if you want, just like you did, they got yours here with the uh, logo on it. You could put on your own logo and they would do it for you? Absolutely. And, and uh, I mean, they have, you know, like standard patterns, I think, that are, you know, probably popular, you know, that are what's featured on their website. Um, but, you know, in this particular case, he had said, like, hey, dude, like, we can put whatever you want on this fucking can. Mm-hmm. He was like, we can even put your logo on it. And I'm like, no shit, really? Like, you could? And he's all, yeah, you know, if it's a... If it's a high definition, good quality enough image, mm-hmm. he's all, we can do it. And I'm like, well, I do actually have a high quality, high density image because you have to have them in order to have a, a good logo mm-hmm. show up flawlessly. Like when you're yeah, clicking like you're on the little icon, you know, to play on iTunes and right, shit. Right. It has to be high density, you know, high pixel. Otherwise, it just looks all fucking yeah, that's blown like out. shit that you drew on Microsoft Paint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, dude, I actually have that. I was like, I will hit you up and let you know. And uh, I reached out to him probably like a week later, just because generally speaking, like when these companies, you know, they go to SHOT Show, they're bringing all their shit to and from, back and forth, and, you know, I didn't want to hit him up like right away. Mm-hmm. So within the week, I, I, you know, emailed everybody that I, you know, I had contacts with that were like, oh, yeah, you know, we want to send you something, you know, just, uh, you know, reach out to us and we'll let you know. I, I mean, in my experience, you know, sometimes I would say at least 75% of the time people are usually like legit, you know, about oh yeah we're gonna send you this stuff but in this case dude this year like everybody was i mean it was nice man everybody got back to me right away i'm especially him like he reached out right away and was like yeah man send me that image you know we'll get working on it and i was like all right cool send it to him and he's all yeah you know i'll send you uh send you something when we ship it and i think that was like pretty much the only thing that Mm -hmm. like didn't happen like he was like yeah like he was like i'm working on it you know i got your image cool you know and Mm -hmm. that was the last i heard of him and then I'm like, it had been like two, three weeks, you know, it was, it's almost been like a month, you know? Right. And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to reach out to him and see like if he actually sent it because most other people that had sent stuff were kind of like, oh, here's a tracking, you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that. And I'm like, I know this thing's kind of expensive. And I know sometimes my mail service can be kind of retarded, you know, like, so, you know, there's like a three, three, there's like a, um, there's an address that's very similar to mine on the next street over that has uh-huh. the same numbers. They're like, they're getting all my shit. And I'm like, dude, I hope it didn't get delivered to the wrong fucking thing because even though it's got my logo on it and shit, like, look at this. Nice shit, like, this is a nice fucking can. Like, <laughs> this is my can now. Um, but uh, then when I was going to reach out, like literally the next day, it was like as if the the world was listening to me <laughs> wonder in my own mind. It just showed up. <laughs> Yeah. what was funny too dude is uh like you know ups like uh, when you get shit sent to you it'll um like i have that shit set up where it'll let you know like the day before like oh you have a delivery coming to your house tomorrow right uh-huh. that motherfucking shit said endo monkey brand something i'm like what the fuck is that i'm like i haven't <laughs> ordered anything from that company i'm like did somebody like steal my information like has having some weird shit sent to my house getting monkeys yeah, dude. I was like, what the fuck is endo, endo monkey, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the box that showed up was bullet box. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like some, again, like some UPS or like postal service mistake. Um, it was kind of funny though, because I was like, what the fuck is going to show up at my doorstep? And it ended up being the case. But uh, yeah, man, um, these cases, if you go to their website, um, pretty much there is no case that's like over $200. Um, some of them start at like 129 um, that are on sale. Uh, most of them average about 150, and then I've seen some go upwards of 200. Um, the other thing that's unique about these cans, aside from like the customization um, of the exterior of the can, 
are the inserts. So the inserts, some of the stuff that they included in this can, there's a Fat 50 four bourbon glasses with bullet um, box flask. And so this one, I got I got an insert that had two glasses and a styrofoam and all this stuff. Um, I think what it is, they kind of gave me like a little bit of best of both worlds stuff because I got the two glasses with the inserts for the two glasses. Um, mm-hmm. That insert with, that would normally be the four bourbon glasses is 40. Um, what they did is they gave me half the glasses, like for what would have been the four bourbon glass set. Um, but they also included uh, the two level like humidor box, I think. So they included, you know, um, part of the insert that works with the humidor. And so like this right here is like the thing that, you know, keeps everything humid. That regulates the humidity and stuff. And they sent me the cigar cutter. Oh, dude. And uh, and some other stuff. So that I can, uh, I can set it up to be like a, uh, and I think this might be it. So what it is, is this is the Fat 50 double humidor with two bourbon glasses. So it's kind of like the half and half, you know, half of the one that's just bourbon and the one that's just a humidor kind of meets in the middle. Because uh, the four bourbon glasses with uh, bullet box flask is 40. The humidor, just the humidor for cigars is 24. But if you get the half and half like I got, where it has the humidor um, and the two glasses, it's 30. So that's what they hooked me up with. Um, there's even an insert that's um, a two-gun insert. So basically, there's like a styrofoam insert that they can put in the box where you can, you know, just reach in and, like, grab a pistol. So you can, like, you know, secure your pistols in it if you want. It's pretty neat. Um, it is sweet. These guys were super cool. And um, I'm very appreciative of this thing. I told them, I was like, dude, I'm going to have this thing, like, when we start doing our live streams again. I was like, I'm going to have this thing on the fucking table. It's going to be featured every goddamn time. It's going to be pulling out the fucking bullet glasses and and, and having a toast to these guys for um, sending this to us, you know, standing behind their product. And it is a fucking cool product, honestly. I I would buy one. I would Mm -hmm. absolutely buy one. And um, so would I. I'd probably buy a second one. I mean, for for the gun inserts or whatever else. These things are cool. You're like, I need one of each. (laughs) One of each. (laughs) Yeah, I need that rich. But these uh, things are pretty clean. Yeah, man, they're fucking cool. I could see one in Tommy's house, too, because remember when I was at Tommy's house, uh, uh, it was probably a year ago now, um, when we were there, like, every single thing that looked like a normal thing in Tommy's house had a gun in it. <laughs> 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 so, I could totally see just, like, a cool custom design ammo can, and uh-huh. it's like, yes, it does, in fact, have a gun in it. It, it does. Mm-hmm. And I remember the guy, I was talking to the guy, because I just remember him because he was so personable, which was really cool, because... You know, Shasha is a little overwhelming when you've never been, but yeah, if someone actually take the time to talk to you, like one on one, like you're just not some scrub. And uh, he was talking about he could do like personal teams and stuff. And I'm unfortunately a New York Jets fan, and he was saying, you know, <laughs> I would probably get a discount because it'd be the only one ever made. But <laughs> I do remember him saying that. I would love to do that. That would be so cool. Yeah, you know, and. Like I said, like they have all these cool inserts, and like you can do pretty much anything with it. Um, whether you're storing a gun, or you want a cigar humidor, or you want to have your drinks in it. The one that I glossed over, um, but there's even one that's uh, a little more than all the others because the four bourbon glass set is forty, the humidor is twenty four, the half and half two glasses with the humidor is thirty. Um, there's a French press with two bullet box coffee mugs, and that's forty four. 
So you can even do like coffee if you were doing is that you cooler know, camping. That, I see that they got a that's cooler cool. there. Does that go into yeah. the box or is that just like a? Yeah. So the Fat Fifty cooler that's twenty. Um, it looks like it's like a insulated bag that zips up at the top. That looks like it's actually the shape to fit straight in mm-hmm. as an insert in the bullet box. Um, it's got the bullet box logo on it. it. There's a lot of cool shit that you can do with these things. Um, and uh, like I said, there's a lot of utility in them, and um, I would have I would have been down to buy one regardless because these yeah. these guys were um, really fucking cool. But um, yeah, go check them out, dude. Um, go to their uh, website, look at their products. Um, they're super fucking reasonable. And uh, I think one of the inserts that I also um, didn't mention, it's mainly because I don't really collect much of this stuff, but they even have, like, inserts for, um, you know, like, if you um, collect those coins, the challenge coins, Mm. they have an insert where you can, like, you know, lean all your challenge coins in there and whatever. Well, Um, I mean... I have some challenge coins, but I don't have that many. I don't have, like, a big old collection like some people have. Technically speaking, you could put all kinds of shit in there yeah i, I mean, mean that's just the stuff, stuff that they have like specific inserts for of mm-hmm. course like it is a box mm-hmm. it has little shelving things in it you can do whatever you want like how you can make it fit however you want i mean you can get your own little styrofoam inserts and just like cut them how you want you mm-hmm. know poke little things out and just make it your own little customized case um i really dig this fucking thing i can't say enough good shit about this box um and i'll end up posting a picture um i actually uh, dude and when we opened it the smell of those oh, boxes the wood, holy the wood shit. was amazing yeah, yeah it was like i do remember they had to insert the different smells that was really cool bro the 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 wood um this is like a super like handmade like custom like like they fucking sanded this shit by hand dude mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't even have like little pins in it. Like it looks like it's put together with just like uh, like glue and like you know they no the carpenter's glue and yeah like the like the carpenter uh, like the, like they pegged it and mm-hmm. did all the shit together. I, I don't know, man. This is technical. It is it is beautiful. I wouldn't know shit about it, but my dad does. He has <laughs> a carpenter, so that's carpenter. Yeah, he's, is his name Jesus? No, he's not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Same name as me. That's cool. <laughs> man but yeah dude that's uh that's the bullet box we're gonna have this thing rocking every show um what i was gonna mention is that like when we started doing the live stream again um i just got uh like a new camera um like a new gopro um it comes with uh like a little handheld like bluetooth device that also like stands um the camera up um i could attach the camera to like uh, my existing like tripod and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but it has like a bluetooth feature that i was telling armando about that um should allow me to use the camera as if it's a like webcam um like using my surface pro like if i was actually using my um like standard mixing board dude it sounds like it's more and more it sounds like we're gonna have an only fans in no time yeah mm-hmm. uh really high quality video uh, it should be able to Bluetooth, like, straight over to, you know, whatever site we're going to stream on. And, like, you know, we've been doing Facebook for a long time. Um, but, uh, and, and we still might. But, uh, you know, one of the things that kind of, like, you know, gets me looking at shit more than anything. Like, I don't I don't watch videos really on Facebook. I watch them on Instagram mm-hmm. or TikTok. Um, well, I don't so, have TikTok. But Instagram, anything that went on TikTok is going to be on Instagram. Exactly. So, I was uh, thinking of, like, starting to stream on Instagram. Or even like streaming live on um, TikTok. Mm-hmm. So well, you um, do both. So yeah, you do both. Just upload one, uh, upload it on one live, and then just upload it on the other. 
Um, so I got an account set up on TikTok. Um, probably going to have to set up a new account on Instagram because uh, I hadn't set that up before. Mm-hmm. Um, so might have to do that. And uh, yeah, man. So got got some uh, trying to put all put together all kinds of stuff. Uh, kind of like really make this shit like super legit like going going forward um and uh god yeah right now like quite literally we're couch surfing you know trying to find a fucking yeah. spot to record i'm gonna have to have to get like a have to get like a little studio set up um i mean at the very least like uh, i was talking about like maybe and i should have done this before but um basically like uh like insulating my garage mm-hmm. with um some of that like soundproof styrofoam shit that i bought a bunch of um and then like just getting like a studio set up in the in the garage so that'll that'll happen uh here pretty soon because i actually sold i do like a wa- i got an extra washer and dryer in there and all kinds of random shit i'm like dude i need to throw this shit away or sell it mm-hmm. and so i actually sold like one of the things like like a week ago so i'm like starting to clear out some of this crap yard sale Dude, I fucking so. don't want people in my house, bro. I'd rather. I it's a yard sale, bitch. I yard is in the word, bro. bro. <laughs> it's not, I, in, it's I, not house sale. <laughs> I, I literally would rather just throw everything away. <laughs> I would rather just throw it in a pile and burn it. They're like in Jesse's fucking sock drawers and shit. Like you selling this? No, dude. It, like I hate people like when they negotiate. You know, like with pricing and stuff. Like you know, say there's something that has some decent value. I'm not trying to price gouge. Like I might be like ten bucks. You know, it's probably worth more, but I just don't care. Just give me ten dollars. You know, I, I've had where like I, I remember I remember this. Uh, somebody was like trying to buy like a boonie hat for me, and I think I was trying to sell it for like ten dollars. Mm-hmm. And then somebody was like trying to like fucking have oh uh, I have ten and I I kept it for this fucker. You know, like I could have sold it to somebody else, but I this guy said he wanted it real bad. It's like ten or nothing, bitch. So I kept it, and then when I was gonna give it to him, like, hey, you still want this fucking thing? Like, I, I've held on to it for you, and he's like, oh, I actually don't have ten. Can you do five? No, 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 fuck you. I set it on fire. Yeah, see, no, 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 I did. <laughs> I set it on fire, took a video, sent it and to him? sent it to him. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna sell it for five dollars. It's the principle of the thing. There was an agreement. I'd rather destroy it, <laughs> you know, and and have him hurt about it. That oh, you could have just given it to me. No, I couldn't have. You could have given no, me ten dollars. I told you I wanted money for it. <laughs> yeah. Ten dollars is not an outrageous amount. I mean, I know I sound like Deuce Bigelow. I'm like, no, you give me ten dollars. You know, it's like it's like it's simple as this, man. I don't have ten dollars. Then you can't fucking buy it. <laughs> you don't fucking walk into Walmart and be like, I want this carton of eggs, but it's ten dollars and I only have five. Will you take five? Yeah, no, man. Bitch, you don't get nothing. That shit pisses me off, dude. When people, um, I mean, because there's one thing to like negotiate price and like to be to more yeah. or less like stay in a certain when range when it's like up in the hundred dollar like mark, right? You know, or if it's in the hundreds and you're you're trying to get like a really good deal and like maybe you do throw out that kind of lowball number. You know, where you're even kind of like, ah, he's, I'm, I'm going to get rebuffed real hard on this. Mm-hmm. You, you might not even get a response. And then you're like, okay, hey, you know, here's a real, real offer or Which something. Is- it's like, it, I mean, literally, I mean, when you're talking about negotiations, you're talking about pricing, you're talking about like selling something or buying something from somebody. Negotiations don't really start until one of two things happens. Either you fucking offer too much and they accepted it right away and you're like, fuck, I backed mm-hmm. myself into this corner because now myself. that's the deal. But really, negotiations start when the person says no. Mm-hmm. Like, most people think, like, it's over because they said no, right? Mm-hmm. That's when it starts, because you know that's a hard line no. You work up from that, you know, and find, like, a common ground. But really, negotiations don't start until there's a no in there, and now you know, okay, that's hard, that's hard line, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, dude, like, there's people that just, 
you know, like you're you're selling you're you're fucking you have a you have a P, you have a PS4 or something, right? You have all you have with the controllers. There's no drift in the controllers. Like it's still clean. There's no scratches. Like you even have the fucking box. You have the registration thingy. You've only had it for six months. You have like three games with it. You probably probably like reasonably say that like three fifty four hundred would probably be reasonable. Multiple controllers, multiple games. You yeah. probably get more for it, but you just want it gone. You need the cash, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody would probably be like, "Oh fuck, that's a good deal. It's got all these games." Like, yeah, I mean, you know? you're always gonna have that one asshole. Like, I'll give you a hundred dollars for it. Yeah, it's like, nah. I'm just like, no, I'm okay. I, no, I'm about to, I'm about to set it on fire and send you a video. Well, fuck you, <laughs> don't set it on fire. Tell me, I'll pay the three hundred for it. But, yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah, that's something that I would do. I, that's just that shit just pisses me off to no end. So, um. But yeah, man, as far as like the podcast goes, um, you know, a couple of things in the works, Instagram, TikTok, um, probably still do Facebook. Uh, we're not doing it tonight, um, but uh, I, I literally just got that camera probably like two hours before I came over to Armando spot. And uh, so I still need to kind of like set it up, figure out if I can actually do what I think it can do. And uh, hopefully what we'll be able to do is something a little different where, um, and ideally speaking, We'll be able to um, run like a, a program that will be able to pick up not only the the camera that I just bought, mm-hmm. but be able to pick up um, other um, GoPros that I have uh, on a loop. That way, we'll be able to like randomly like on the, like while we're recording the show, be able to switch camera angles live. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a possibility, but. Again, that'll cost some money to because those that software you know cost a couple hundred bucks. It's it's money, man. Yeah, but uh, hey, I'll throw down to for the cause. So let and, me know. And Jesse doesn't do no bargaining, man. He'll set it on fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, hey, down, you don't give me that fucking software for a good price. I'm gonna set your shit on fire. Yeah, he's like Anthony <laughs> Anderson in White <laughs> Castle, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm burning this motherfucker down, Pokey. I'm gonna burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. Um, you know this this year um, we got we got Tommy uh, credentialed, and um, he rolled with uh, uh, me and Phil um, two shot. Uh, you know Joe. You know um, also went, um, but he just met us. Uh, what was supposed to be for the range, and then um, he ended up meeting us like after we were done at the range. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. Tommy, we got his ass credentialed, and he came with us um, to shot, uh, met us um, in Vegas. And so I know you're pretty hyped. You flew into Vegas then, Tommy? Oh, man. That was incredible. I've never been to Las Vegas, and that in itself is a little overwhelming if you've never been. Yeah, there's but, so uh, much to I, do. Tommy got yeah. home and was just like pulling out all those little cards they give you on the strip for the escorts and shit. He was like, "Look at all the Pokemon cards I got." <laughs> all flicking them out of him and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is funny, dude. Like Las Vegas, like I've never been in New York, but um, like I've never been in like New York, New York, like Times Square. But um, you know, it is one of those things where it seems like it's like a sensory overload. Like dude, everything's flashing, everything's bright. There's shit might, going on everywhere. Might sound outrageous, but I have kind of no interest in ever going to New York. I would like to see Times Square, I think, at some point, just say, you know, like, because I think it's, like, one of those things where, like, like to me, it's the equivalent of, um, it, like, going to Rushmore or, like, going to any of these, mm. like, historical monuments. Like, there's a lot of history there. I mean, it is. It's like, if it's not 1970s New York, I'm not really interested. Yeah. yeah. The, the, other bu- <laughs> the other building that I want to see is I want to see, um, like, where the Continental was filmed with John Oh, Rick. okay, okay. Got to go there. You, you, like, roll up with one of those coins and yeah, be like. Flatiron mm-hmm. building? Yeah, yeah. bro. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you take this currency here, sir? So it was your first year. You flew in, um, and then uh, you know. So day one, we uh, we pick you up because uh, we're, yeah. we're we're heading we're heading to Vegas. Um, we me and Phil left like super fucking early. Um, timed it just right to be able to pick you up. Um, uh, you were staying at the hotel that we were staying at anyways. So we were heading there. Yeah, to pick- I flew in the night before. Uh, I got there on Sunday. And just kind of messed around the town for a bit, and that in itself was just awesome. Mm-hmm. I, uh, like you know, I've always like seen Las Vegas on TV, but I've never actually been. And now that I'm old, everything you know, I can't hang anymore. I can't stay until <laughs> two in the morning. But he saw but, CSI, so he knew there were certain areas he had to stay away from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I knew exactly what I've seen on TV. He's all, I'm not but going I, to any magician shops because I know those guys murder people. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I always want to see Penn and Teller. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up walking around quite a bit. and like I've always heard about the Las Vegas uh, buffets. So I uh, went on the Google machine and saw that the Bellagio had one. So I went there and Dude, I I spent been. Please, too much please. money. But I did I did some damage. So I tried to make my money's worth. I don't know if I actually did. How was, I left there uncomfortable. How was, how <laughs> so, was the overall Bellagio buffet? Because I've done oh, one buffet in, in Las Vegas, and I left disappointed. What'd you go to, like, the fucking King Super Buffet off the strip and shit? I don't even remember anymore, dude. <laughs> like, dude, Las Vegas is a fucking haze every fucking time. You're just completely, absolutely <laughs> hammered. Yeah. And you're like, buffet. I've but, heard they're great. But Bellagio is probably fucking choice. I know that the one or two times that I've done a buffet, mm-hmm. I've done it at Mandalay. Mandalay has one of the higher-end buffets. It's, like, up there with, like, the Aria, where they actually include... Like seafood stuff that's normally like on a premium, mm-hmm. where like they have like you know um, not lobster tails but like like uh, like crab legs and all this kind of shit, um, shrimp and all that kind of stuff. Like sometimes you can go to a buffet and have like really good cuts of like red meat and all this kind of shit that's like so it was uh, good. premium. Like well at other places, but like the Ar- I think the Aria and there's like maybe one or two other places on the strip mm-hmm. where like they have a buffet and you can pay like an extra twenty. And they have seafood options that like cost more. the The Mandalay one, the reason I would go to Mandalay is because they had some seafood, and it was all part of the the price. Right. But Tommy was he told me about this buffet, dude. It's not a bomb. Like Tommy, how much yeah. did it cost? Did you I, eat a block of cheese? It, it, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of cheese, and I destroyed that. <laughs> but I ended up being like, I can't remember, sixty two or seventy two. It was so. That's, that's, that sounds about right. But, I mean, if but, it's good, it's you fucking know, you're worth in it. Vegas. I'm only gonna do it one time. Hopefully, next year I get to go again. But we'll see what happens then. But uh, what we should do one day is like pay that one day fee mm-hmm. where you pay like 120, and you can just go to the buffet all day. Mm-hmm. Worth it. It's worth like, it. We, sh- we should do that. Avoid a fucking traffic. podcast of the buffet. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, dude, we'll probably have like fucking seafood shits and. Oh, I, I, it's like oh, Jesse oh, covered oh. his lobster tail and chocolate fondue and. Dude, shit. Can you imagine? Like, you eat all this fucking seafood. And you probably have to shit real bad. But then you were with Tommy, so you also ate a lot of cheese. And so now there's like a plug that's behind all the diarrhea that's <laughs> trying to come out. So you can't decide whether to be constipated or like, you know, ready to just like fucking gush. Just destroy it. So absolutely. then like when you finally do go to the bathroom and then that, that plug, you manage to push that plug out. Uh-huh. All of a sudden it's just like. <laughs> it's like unloading a fucking shit shotgun with the. Uh, Two shit shells in it. Yeah. Blast the back end of it. Mm-hmm. Was it the 
fuck what's his name uh, joey diaz once said he was like it looked like somebody shot somebody's head against the wall like a fucking kurt cobain painting. yeah <laughs> <laughs> blew the wall apart yeah uh, uh, when you talked about that i was like dude i haven't had fucking like a legit buffet and like i don't even know how long but it sounded real good so you do you did oh, that yeah. the day before and then we meet up and uh we end mm-hmm. up driving down to fucking like uh henderson for the uh for the range day we um you ended up getting your fucking uh shot show pass somewhere else right you said you got it at the hotel or some shit yeah uh the airport when i arrived on sunday they had a line you can just get it right there and i waited like five minutes that's cool i was able to get everything handled super quick and easy and efficient i didn't even know they yeah. did that at like the fucking airport i mean that's very wow, fucking smart I'm like that is cool he's like oh yeah, my yeah. i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like what how yeah they they had their stuff together there because obviously it's a huge deal it's mm-hmm. awesome so uh, you guys were getting, you and Phil were getting you guys passes. And I tried waiting in line for you guys to save you a spot. But it was going, again, they had their stuff together. So I ended up going, getting sent in. And they immediately just start giving stuff to you, like beef jerky and glasses. and, and Yeah, dude. Oh, how, many pairs of, uh, and, how many pairs of those fucking mechanics loads did you get? Entirely too many. I got th- three different pairs. <laughs> dude, I'm always having to buy them. I should have fucking... <laughs> God damn it. We have, I think each of us, we, they were giving away these gloves. That, they're not mechanics, but they look kind of like mechanics gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the name of the company. I actually left the gloves at home. Um, but these gloves, they're very high quality um, mechanics those gloves. Right no, not those. Oh. Those are different. Those are what we're going to talk about in the second show. Okay. Um, these gloves, they do look very much like mechanics gloves. Um, and they had them in two different styles and three different colors. Black tan and od they have different sizes they had different sizes i did find because i was two that were my size and then the third one the third color i think was slightly larger uh, which uh, i'll probably just cut the fingertips off or i was something. unfortunately blessed with burger king man hands bro so <laughs> <laughs> i have to either find like a medium or mm-hmm. a small dude yeah that was like people were just grabbing them like they were kind of like they, were, they moved to a table grab one and, and then they walk around to the other side of the table and then grab another and then at one point we lost phil and then we're like where's phil at? i'm like dude he's probably getting more gloves it's like I think pockets he ended up, stuffed and shit he ended up with like six gloves or something like it was stupid <laughs> um, i don't know what he was gonna do with all of them like, dude, he's two fucking hands. Free stuff. he he's does get. remember how many times we went back to um remember that uh uh i mean we're getting into like day two day three but you remember that um that business that was right across from Evic that was giving away those um those two different ear kinds plugs. of earplugs and they were giving away yes. the gun cleaning ear kits. And the cleaning kit. Fuck dude, I'm no bullshit. I'm not even playing. Phil probably has like thirteen sets of like fucking uh earplugs. Earplugs. And probably like 15 gun cleaning kits you know what's hilarious so it's like you get all those earplugs and shit but you're still going to use your like, like electronic one or two ones yeah you're going like, to use your electronic ones well even this, even then like i mean if you ever go like so like, i think uh Juan had hit me up uh, relatively recently and was like yo we need to go shoot and i think um even sugar tits hit me up dude he was like mm-hmm. we should go shooting so i'm like we should all go um you know back out there to like lake isabella to, dude, that gun range nice. to shoot and you know we probably just give them away to some homies, dude. You know, mm-hmm. just like here, here's some fucking, here's little, some you know, cool little ear pro. I mean, they're, they're fucking neat, dude. They fit in a little tiny little case. Mm-hmm. Um, they fucking work. I used them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think they were probably like thirty bucks. You know, mm-hmm. like, if you were to get them retail, probably like thirty, forty dollars, <laughs> and ended up with like ten a piece. Like I don't even know how many times we went, dude. 
It was crazy. I have stuff in his pockets. Oh, dude, Phil was shameless. <laughs> like, and he was like, I, dude, I'm pretty He's sure. He's like, is this the buffet right here? Uh, dude, <laughs> Phil would walk up and like he would act like it was his first time there. I think after like the fourth or fifth time we walked by, I'm pretty sure the people that were at the booth knew exactly who he was. But they either they, either they could say something, but they didn't. Or they weren't allowed to because they were there to Dude. give them away. But like you, you know, I, you there were a couple of times like Phil's just like grabbing them, and these people were just staring at him, just like hard, like. Well, he was wearing like the Costco people, like, like one fucking sample. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a fucking afro wig and shit. Yeah, it was. Dude, it was funny. Like I, I actually started feeling guilty about going back to some of these places. Like, I, Tommy I starts like, putting the shit back, one. like here. Yeah. Feel bad. Like, Take a penny, leave a penny. I'm going back like three times in three days. I'm like. I've already been here. I can't do this. There was one. Um, there was one company. Though they were they were giving away those uh, hand warmers. They had like big tall oh, yeah. boxes of those hand warmers, and somebody like I was walking over. Like I was gonna grab like one or two, mm-hmm. and this dude was like just grabbing handfuls. I mean, like I don't know, dude. Like he was grabbing like sixty at a time, and his stuff in his fucking like he had this condor bag that they give you. Mm-hmm. And normally, like whenever me Phil or anybody goes to the fucking shot show. We always end up with like three, four, five condor bags because they usually give away like three different designs. And so we keep going back to get these condor bags. But I still have so many fucking condor bags from years past that I just literally got <laughs> one this year, bro. And um, that's actually the first time we lost Phil. I think we were going to Condor to mm-hmm. like actually look at um, some like uh, new camos and like he was showing me like these different backpacks. We lost Phil. We're like, where's Phil? And Tommy was like, where's Phil? And I'm like, he's probably getting a fucking other condor bag. <laughs> and then sure as shit, he shows up like two minutes later. And he's like, hey, I got this extra bag. <laughs> That's actually exactly right. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. Uh, another review um, for probably next show. Um, I bought, uh, you know, we went to condor and we're checking out that um, that uh, that OD, um, the, the, mm-hmm. the new Paladin pants they were talking about. In the, in the Dude, I literally bought the same pair for uh, Southern Front. I yeah. Got, I just got them in the other day. Dude, I ordered them like the day I got back. I ordered the pants. I ordered um, the uh, the shirt, um, okay. and I ordered the knee inserts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, dude, those comfy. I actually put the shit on, and I wore it around my house all day to just kind of like break them in. Mm-hmm. They they're comfortable as fuck, dude. They're like, I don't want to take these oh, off. Oh yeah, they are incredible. The right? only thing I didn't like best pair I ever had was that like the way you keep it on your knees is like with the little strap that right. goes like behind your knee. It doesn't have the um, string adjusters like the uh, cries do. Or like even like the Canadian, like the yeah, like uh, like the Canadian pair that I have from like uh, Shadow Elite, um, they basically copied Cry, and um, they have that little like rubber rubber band adjuster that's like like a drawstring kind of like a drawstring, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was convenient, and unfortunately the Condors doesn't doesn't have it, but still comfy as fuck, like Mm -hmm. really nice pants, and like for the price, for the price, like killer. Um, Yeah, I I'm getting for sixty two dollars, and like. For ordering them from with a shot show coupon, I got a fifteen percent off. So. Oh yeah, was, I did too. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, it was it was a, it was a good. So we need to talk about those next time. Um, Absolutely. But uh, yeah, man. So we get there. We're at the range. Um, I mean, what what did you expect? And then like, how did you know actually being there? Like you know, actually being there and like being with us and you know us having been there and it being your first time like. What was your expectation versus the reality? The, did like we overhype the the range day, or was it like uh, you guys actually underplayed more? underplayed it big time? Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking there'd be like maybe like five or ten vendors, and it was every bit of a half mile long, and just from as far as you can see, and they had all these different different booths and tents and just so many different things, and 
things I've always wanted to see and always wanted to shoot. And they're just like, yeah, go at it. Have at it. And just CZ was there. And, you know, the, remember that uh, alien gun with the... Oh, right. Yeah, you were talking barrel. about that. I'm like, what is he even yeah. talking about, the alien pistol? He's like, oh, it's got the barrel. It's like it's like down below. Like It's, it's set up a different weird way. And I'm like, I've never even heard of that gun. What company is this? Called Alien, I think. Uh, oh. Yeah, Alien, I think it's like Laugo or something like that, and Alien's their pistol. It's If you were to see it, you just, it's insane. I have pictures I'll send you. Like, you know, if you look if you look at the barrel of like a Glock, the, the barrel's kind of like at the top portion of yeah. the pistol rail, whereas like an Alien, the like if you're looking like dead on at a gun, the barrel isn't like at the top of where the rail is. It's mm-hmm. actually down at the bottom. It's centered. So like the recoil's reduced because when you shoot the gun... The, the force isn't located at the top of the gun to where it has a kick. It's more centered, so you feel a lot of the pressure like in what Going would be backwards. the center portion of your pistol grip. Mm-hmm. So you get like no kick. It was fun to shoot, dude, mm-hmm. and it is unique to look at. And you're asking yourself like, how does it? How does the bullet get there? <laughs> you're like, you're like, like, what? Like, how does that even work? It like, really it's so weird. Makes sense. Yeah, because the slides up top, but the barrels underneath it. It's mm-hmm. like in front loading magic. They somehow scienced it to make it happen like that. It's weird, man. It's super weird, and but it, it was fun to shoot. Like, and that was one of the things that Tommy had mentioned that, like, I think we didn't go straight there, but when we were shooting around. He's like, oh, we have to go here. Like, we literally dropped what we were doing, went over there to go shoot the gun, mm-hmm. and it was cool. The people were actually really nice, also. Um, they were so cool. What was cool though, and like it was a little bit, it was a little bit different from previous years. Was this year they actually it wasn't just media that was allowed. I mean, I think they give like media first dib still because it was always called media day at the range. This year they actually um, allowed like some distributors or not distributors but uh, buyers to actually come and attend. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year they actually gave coupons to people that attended. To have a free lunch in previous that years was, that was pretty cool you had to feed yourself like they had food trucks there and you could buy the food yourself mm-hmm. but this one they actually gave you a fucking coupon choose whatever food truck you want order anything you want off the menu i was like that was legit you're like go for the taco yeah, that was pretty yeah. clutch yeah the food was good too like it was like they were they were decent food trucks it wasn't like some bullshit like oh here's the concert nachos and it's just nacho cheese and fucking yeah, tostitos in them. yeah nachos it was good food man i ended up getting like, I a, like the cajun shrimp sandwich or something ah, that's what awesome. i got it was bomb dude it was all seasoned all good and stuff i was like and what was really cool is like we were waiting in line for probably 15 20 minutes just to get the food and all of a sudden the <laughs> freaking food inspector decided to Dude, the health, inspector, health inspector shows up. The health inspector hit up our fucking food truck, like, as we're next in line, we're all hungry and shit. Mm-hmm. They were, like, hard, too, huh? They, like, went through everything. I'm like, bro, yeah, if like, these fools better not get shut down when we're next. I'll still eat there. I, I would still eat there, too, but I thought I, I was, like. I put a fucking D in that window, and I'd probably still eat there. Oh, I, I was telling the people behind me, I'm like, as long as it's, as long as it's C or above, I'm all right. It's <laughs> passing, you know. Passing's uh, acceptable yeah, anyway. So I've, yeah, I've eaten some shit in my time that was sketchy. I'll be <laughs> fine. There ain't, nobody, like in the history of nowhere, goes to a food truck expecting a high-grade 
Yeah, from the health I'm department. Not, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not expecting things. fucking Gordon Ramsay to be back there. You know. Yeah, so. but I also, yeah. Did anybody see that t- TikTok video or the Instagram video where there's like a, a dude like pushing like the fucking little Agua Fresca cart mm-hmm. and like he's digging in his pants and like you could tell he like he's actually digging in his ass. He's he's and then, like, some dingleberries. He's, he's he's like wiggling his fingers around like he got some Billy juice on his fingers <laughs> and then he reaches into one of the Agua Fresca things and fucking rinses his fingers off. Dude, that's, why, of, that's why that jacket is so tasty, gross, bro. bro. <laughs> I was like, if I fucking saw that after I drank that juice, I'd beat his ass. <laughs> I'd fuck him up. Uh, Jesse's still slurping on this Amica. Like, mm, that was nasty. It, I, I would have never ordered the one that he put his fingers in because it was green. <laughs> oh, well, that, yeah, that's what gives it the color then. Yeah, you know? I'm Fresco only, bro. <laughs> that's what gives it the color. I mean, dude, it was gross, though. Like, his fingers were slick from whatever he did to his booty. <laughs> it was gross. That's that duck butter, brother. That's nasty. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, man. I was like, fucker. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't even my drink, and I'm all mad for whoever got that shit, dude. I'm wondering what drink was green. Mm. Whatever the fuck lime was. Yeah, but uh, so so we well, got we shoot bitch. alien. Um, um, I mean, we ended up shooting most guns at most places. You know, oh HK, God. Smith and Wesson. Um, it's like the one time you can shoot CZ HK guns. Awesome. FN, and not feel like CZ, a Alien. You know, there were even a lot of like you know smaller companies Sig that like there, yeah. you know uh, put an extra barrel on a fucking gun. You know, um, Sig was there. Yeah, um, you know different um, you know holographic uh, you know sight companies. You know, you had Aimpoint, EOTech, uh, Hollow Sun, all these different places that were featuring their sights using other guns. Um, I think one of the coolest things that we ended up doing um, that day when we went to range day was like toward the end of the day when we went over that hill and then we heard the fucking like loud shots and we're like, dude, is that a 50? Mm-hmm. And so we yeah. went in line for people that were shooting a fucking Barrett and uh, we got to shoot a Barrett um, at a target that was a fucking mile away. Mm-hmm. Um and it just so happened we were behind some, I guess, like up and coming rapper guy that had like an entourage of people <laughs> with all kinds of cameras. And this fucking dude was like super obnoxious because he's just like looking everywhere, like talking into all these cameras and everybody's videoing him. And like it was his turn. Mm-hmm. But then when it was his turn, like his entourage shows up to like take fucking camera, you know, pictures and videos of every angle of this guy shooting this gun. And, uh, like, they ended up cutting the line off, like, because mm-hmm. it was getting late in the day. Mm-hmm. Luckily, the cutoff was, like, maybe, like, two people behind us. Mm-hmm. But it was because after, well, like, they were letting him shoot. And then because he had this entourage with him, they let the entourage shoot, too. Even though these motherfuckers <laughs> weren't in line. Christ. They weren't in line. And, but what was funny is when they were recording him, do you remember what he said, Tommy? Yeah, see, oh, you know I love shooting the fitty. <laughs> and... Um, it was a 416 we were shooting at. Yeah, it wasn't but, a 50. It was a big ass fucking round like a 50. It was, a, but it was a 416. But like he's looking at the video. He's like, "You know how I do. You know how it is. You know I always be shooting the 50. You know." And it like everybody's like they're not. They didn't correct him, of course, because right. that would have made yeah, him yeah, stupid you in his video. The guy's just, like, the guy guy just looking at him like, <laughs> just like duck lips, like fuck. It was funny. <laughs> And, and, he, like, was, and he completely fucking missed that shit too like because they had like a camera oh, that like bad. told you where your it bullet like uh-huh. hit and um like he was way off should have been like damn they know how you be missing too so so i it shot was windy too it was it was high wind bro so i shot and i was probably like two or three ticks off to the left mm-hmm. and so then when it was tommy's turn 
and I'm like, hey, so this is where I aimed, this is where I shot, this is where my bullet landed, and I'm like, maybe aim a little bit over here on this and this and that, and when Tommy shot, like, he pretty much listened to what I said, it, I mean, I'm sure he made oh, his own little goodness. adjustments, but his shot was fucking close to the center, dude. Was, like, cause, yeah, because they're doing because there was a bet. The center mm-hmm. is five dollars. Yeah, it, it was, was like a little thing. It, I mean, it's not bragging so rights, close. but it's, he it's definitely he, bragging rights. He fucking came sure. close, That's, dude. A mile away, that thing was. You could barely see it, even with the good glass that was on that fucking Barrett. You're yeah, like Tommy's, like licking his fucking finger and shit. He's like, no bullshit. I felt like the fucking glass that was on that Barrett was probably as expensive as the gun. No, no yeah, doubt. That, that was incredible. Yeah, it was it was cool though. Um, and we shot that. We got to shoot. Uh, like I've always wanted to shoot an MP5. Like, oh, I got to yeah. shoot so many of them. And like the twenty-two versions, nine-millimeter versions. Oh, shoot it was everyone. so cool. All of them. It seemed like every booth we went to or stall, I guess, whatever. Um, big suppressors. Everything was suppressed. Everything, which was awesome. Then we shot revolvers with suppressors on them. <laughs> Like they had, remember that? Uh, remember they had the three fifty seven with oh, a yeah. suppressor on it, and it had like an like an extended thing, like to like for for you to be able to shoulder it, and it had a scope. <laughs> it looked like a fucking. It looked like a scav gun, dude. Yeah, it looked like that grandpappy shotgun that sometimes we fucking people up with. Yeah, dude, it was some Tarkov shit for sure. Mm. It was definitely a meme of some sort, but it was it was so. Yeah, we still want to shoot it. <laughs> You're like, give me that. We're well, like, we're not gonna we're not just gonna gloss over this abortion, baby. <laughs> It's like, uh, and I've never no, actually shot a revolver before, so you know I'm, I'm used to like shooting pistols. So I'm gripping it. Mm-hmm. Well, I held a revolver like I held a pistol, and well, you can't do that because you will burn the crap out <laughs> of your finger, yeah. which I did. But you know, it was just so much freaking fun. <laughs> so you could just let Tommy shoot that shit with his finger on the fucking. <laughs> the you gotta learn, buddy. <laughs> Uh, I, I figured, I figured so Oklahoma bad. Tommy fucking having shot like every kind of cool gun that's not on the fucking California list was a little more experienced than myself, but uh, <laughs> evidently yeah, well, we that was not the case. We have everything else that you guys can't have. He's like, we keep machine guns. We don't shoot this fucking popper shit. He's all like, what is this, Sorry, a fucking OK corral? That you guys get to carry in California. Right. You probably it's shoot just the like when you came down here and saw the Scorpion Evos. Well, it was fun to everything. shoot, though. Was uh got to shoot the FN57? Mm-hmm. They had FN57 there. That I shot that. Cool. Oh, that thing shot so to, clean. You gonna tell everybody too? What about your other acquisition? Oh yeah, so um, I'm I'm buying the Smith and Wesson version of the uh, FN57. That's um, cool, they've man. upgraded the um, internals that are a little bit better than the FNs, um, and it's supposed to be coming at some point. Um, I'm pretty hyped for that because. It's actually about half the cost of the FN57. Dude, frankly, um, frankly, you have hardware. a lot of fucking shit you've recently bought that you have not even shot. Oh, I know. You need like you honestly need a whole show on it. I know, dude. I I've mentioned buying the stuff in like a previous show, but I haven't actually shot nothing, any of them. Nothing. Just collecting dust bunnies. <laughs> I have that uh I have the uh, Mossberg um, JM Pro that I haven't shot. I have the 308 uh I have the 308 Bolt Action Patriot, which is basically their version of the Remington 700 that I haven't shot. I did shoot the 22 Plinkster, um, only because of the 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I still have, uh, well, and then I'll have that FN that I haven't shot. I did finally shoot my SIG, uh, the SIG P365XL. I did finally shoot that, 
but I still need to buy the standard capacity magazines for the Macro X version of it because mm-hmm. it's a 17 round capacity magazine. Um, but I can't upgrade it to the Macro X because the mags that I have for it are for the P365 XL, which is only like a 10 round mag. Mm-hmm. It won't seat. I need 17 round mags. So uh, I still got to buy that stuff. But yeah, I have all kinds of shit. He's like, oh, I can't buy the 10s. I guess I have to get the 17s. <laughs> Dude, the, the, uh, the FN, mm-hmm. the. Uh, FN, I mean, um, you know, luckily it, it's a, it's a, um, a 22 round, it's a 22 capacity magazine, 22 rounds, a 5.7 by 20. It's a bad thing. I know. That's yeah. awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. Three magazines, bro. You have like 67 rounds of ammo. Pam, pam, pam. What more do you want? Yeah. That's pretty dope. So what else besides MP5 did you want to, uh, did you get to try Tommy? Oh, the HK slap is what he got to do. Yeah, you have to that was a, that was cool. Being a shoot that, and then we the uh, M4A1, the old school like Vietnam, you know, rifle. We got to shoot that full auto. That was freaking Fuck awesome. Did did we shoot an AK? Uh, I can't remember if we shot AKs or not. I don't believe I shot an AK. I think there was one there, but there the line on it was just it was ridiculous. Long. I feel like there should be more of that. Ooh, last year they actually had a. Several different AKs to shoot, um, but they were on the far end of uh, the thing. It seemed like they they had vendors uh, going a distance away in a different direction than they had in the previous year. And in the previous year, um, well, last year, they had um, several different AKs to shoot. Um, they even had a fucking minigun mm-hmm. that they would let certain people shoot that were like fucking celebrity types or whatever right they would they Which would like you're a big deal you should yeah. be able to shoot that yeah they're like uh how many followers do you have uh no <laughs> but oh, they, they would have had the fitty on they they like, shooting the fitty that's oh, a mini gun bitch they probably would have <laughs> they fucking uh last year they let uh, mad max mullen mm-hmm. shoot the fucking minigun dude right and um oh, cool. he did he did rip with that fucking thing um the, I think he shot it for like three seconds mm-hmm. and I think three seconds he shot it like they said it was something like thousand rounds or like 1200 rounds oh, or some stupid yes. stupid amount of fucking ammo like it emptied so many ammo cans like it shot so fast it was just like you saw the whole hillside <laughs> just like turn into dust it like Bruh! it was crazy and actually um when they got rid of the ammo cans they were stacking them up mm-hmm. they were just giving them away i turn around and i'm like bro we can take these and the guy's like yeah and i fucking told scott and i'm like grab some ammo cans and so we're walking around with ammo cans like ping, ping, dude, ping, me, ping, ping, me ping. scott and i think phil ended up grabbing some of these uh grabbing some of these ammo cans it was pretty tight <laughs> I actually have one i think i think phil i think he only managed to grab one he was super disappointed it was like he didn't get any ammo cans yeah <laughs> only being able to get one like he was just like i only got one of these <laughs> yeah it was hilarious phil's all like you gotta put the ammo can in the other ammo can like the backpacks and tarkov <laughs> yeah but uh yeah it was it was a good time um there um I'm trying to think. Uh, was there anything that stood out? I, I do know that one thing that you was know, kind of disappointing. There was something that I, I really liked was, do you remember the scope slide where you put your... Oh, the yes. I actually immediately looked that up, and I want to go in so bad. And it's very reasonably priced, but then I realized it doesn't come with a glass. It's just the scope slide. Mm-hmm. and It's still expensive. <laughs> it's, like it's, a lot. it's expensive without a glass, but... That is incre- That was incredible. I just sent you guys a video. Basically, yeah, this test. thing that he's talking about, the scope slide, is it's like a device that fits onto a scope. Mm-hmm. And um, you basically are able to adjust the magnification of the scope on the fly. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. from like you know like a, a little lever that's like you know like on the grip or something like that uh-huh. so you can just adjust it right there it. and it's just fucking adjusting the focus so now you don't really have to take your hand off of any part of the furniture to like you know make that click or all that mm-hmm. stuff you can just do it you probably don't right even have to leave the site picture no at that point no you don't it's fucking cool mm-hmm. you're like holy shit i need this mm-hmm. but then i think oh, yeah tommy said he went and looked at it and he's all oh Oh. That's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was like, that comes with the glass. That's a hell of a deal. But I was like, that's just the attachment. Um, my scope doesn't cost like a third of that. So you were like, that mm. was that was so freaking cool. Save some pennies we, for that. We went all the way both both sides down. We locked Phil in the bath in a porta potty. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People were walking by and we like put the fucking like little nail through the fucking thing so he couldn't push it open. These people do <laughs> pushed it over. There was a lot of cool swag that everyone's giving away, which is really again cool. I was really excited to possibly ride those e bikes you were talking. Oh about. yeah, we were yeah, hyped for those. Year. We were really disappointed didn't that they didn't have the e bikes this year. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the ATVs or the e bikes. Which I don't know if maybe something happened last year, like somebody got hurt. Maybe it, they're like, "Whoa, we need well, to do away with this." Just from it sounds like it sounds like every year they switch it up, though. Mm-hmm. So you, know, it doesn't maybe seem like every year. year. Yeah, they might be back next maybe, year. Maybe, yeah, or you might even have something else. Fucking who knows? At this point, they'll probably even yeah. bring in dune buggies or something. I don't. You might have dune buggies and like it connects to like a paraslider or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? It'd be like, yeah. hey, this is you can get a ride the fucking banana like you're in Cancun or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that was it. Was really that was really cool. I think the probably the the one place like gave away like the most shit was probably Glock, which like it's yeah, Glock. They gave a yeah. Lot. yeah, they're like here's a hat, here's a T-shirt, here's some stickers, All right, here's a keychain, here's a pen, and like uh, and then like and here's a water bottle. Yeah, <laughs> shit. I mean, yeah, they gave away a lot. One of the things I thought was really cool was Aimpoint when they were having the the sights when you line them up, how it, your sight literally turns green when you're lined up. Mm. Um, I suck at that. Come to find out, and that I was that so was good at that. Really neat. The target, the the target acquisition from like from the hip to like you know raising it like mm-hmm. onto target, having uh, your sights like to where like if you raise it correctly, mm-hmm. it's letting you know that they're lined up perfectly when they basically match up. Like it'll go bright green, mm-hmm. so like you're pointed in correctly. If any part of it's up or down or canted it'll be off it will it won't eliminate right so, so you yeah, know that you're red. wrong yeah. right so like that is cool i'm actually i'm glad you reminded me of that because that is the next thing i'm purchasing um i actually um because i'm just like you know what i'm like well the way the world's going pretty soon nobody might not have debt right yeah. so um i am um looking at getting some uh, white foss uh d- dual tube uh, night vision joining the goon gang yeah because I got my fucking uh, ballistic helmet, uh-huh. and I already got my uh, armor and all that stuff like that, you know, so I'm going to need to go full goon. Full goon, it is. Mm-hmm. That is I'm, I'm jealous on that. That's yeah, no, I, I'm still Dude, using it's like fucking $5,500, bucks, man. That's for the cheap one. Yeah, I want that bad, but, you know, I have a cat to support, so <laughs> I can't quite afford that. <laughs> the street cat. <laughs> it's like, the street, street cat to get Tommy one for the adopted. cat, too. <laughs> yeah. got to get the cat some nods. Yeah. I, cats I, can already see it at night, dude. They can even see demons and shit, dude. Oh, for reals. I forgot about that. They, they yeah. can see, like, I fifth, cat like, fifth dimension stuff. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're such assholes. Dude, <laughs> that's the I mean, Tommy's night vision. He's just going to, like... She's just his, looking into the ass, uh, the like, ass of the cat. Looking into the ass of the cat and look through its eyes. 
<laughs> he's, he's like Bravo, Bravo 6 going dark <laughs> Every time fucking Tommy has to use the fucking cat nons He has fucking pink eye Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like imagine you're, you're you're out like at a night right And your buddy's with you and you got your nods on And then like Tommy's just like Doesn't it smell like shit around here? <laughs> yeah It's like Jesus Christ oh That is God. funny his eyes are all red and swollen. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna fucking try to wake up the next morning. He fucking can't even open his eyes because they're all crusty. <laughs> so, fuck. He's like slapping God. fucking like 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 warm rags on his eyes just to fucking <laughs> pry them apart. His fucking eyelashes are all fucked up and shit. And looks like he fucked his. God. Oh man. Actually, a cheap cheap solution to night vision though. Hey. Yeah. Fuck it. And you'd be able to see demons too, dude. dude. You'd be like fucking. Yeah. You'd be like fucking. Uh, what, what's a uh, what's a uh, Keanu Reeves character? Constantine. Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like fucking Constantine, dude. Just like seeing all kinds of demons walking on the street and whatever. Just, he's all like, "You guys seeing this shit? Because I'm seeing some shit flying around." Man. He's like, "Am I a fucking Stephen King movie?" And he's like, "Why am I with this cat?" And I can see all these fucking like Walker people and shit. <laughs> Shadow people. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh man. Ugh. I mean, dude, definitely, yeah, so. definitely good nods, man. Cause I I totally fell for the whole fucking digital nod shit, and I got some. They lag, and they uh well they're you put on some good nods, you real real nods, and you're like oh yeah oh my shit's shit yeah <laughs> my well, shit is shit well, the, yeah those Canadians when they came down let us try theirs on and it's just like oh my goodness yeah that's life goals right there. I wonder if it just costs less over there for them to get. Cause I'm I'm kind of willing to go down to Canada and buy some, and then just like just bring it back over. I saw restriction. Fuck you. Yeah. So fuck that. Every time yeah. I go to Canada, it's like I feel like I'm, you know, avocado toast is like twenty one dollars, but then you got to remember that's like actually three dollars a minute. So what you're it's, saying is I should take like a bag of avocados here because they're a lot cheaper because you know my oh family my, God. my family would, picks them and shit or something. You'd be the richest man in Canada if you came down there. It's like I'll trade you some avocados for not. Bro, when I go down to like San Jose and like you're driving through Gilroy, you can get like fucking two dozen avocados for like two bucks. Yeah. Yeah. In Canada, that's eighteen bucks an avocado. You, I'm telling you, man, you'd be rolling. Fuck, dude, we're start. You're the kingpin of Canada. We're start trafficking avocados to Canada, bro. <laughs> dude, these fucking Canadians are gonna hit us with like fucking ten felonies. Yeah, they're, they're gonna look at me and they're like, "This guy's definitely smuggling cocaine." It's like, no, it's avocado, senor. They're like, they're like Jesus Christ. He's they're bringing non-indigenous fucking vegetables into our country they're like you know pretty much like it would have been it would have been less damaging to our people if they would have been smuggling firearms yeah like true true turns around to like do a like everyone's like is he doing a line no he's just spreading avocado on his toast oh my god no he might as well have been doing a line (laughs) so was there there anything like you know um you know about the about the show that was like i mean like overall like as far as like the range day um I mean, like, we mentioned all these other things, but was like, anything else you could think of that was, like, kind of, like, you know, a topper for you? Because you said we kind of undersold it, and I didn't think we did. I felt like I was like, damn, dude, I hyped this shit up so much, like, he's probably going to be like, oh, this isn't, like, anything like what they said. Dude, that's, like, the worst thing in life, is when somebody, like, over... I really was worried about that. I know it's cool, but I was like, he's going to be like, oh i mean not that it wouldn't not that he wouldn't be like oh it it wasn't cool it's like a show it's like just like you really 
you really, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know. Like, you're just like, oh, this chick's super fine. She's the finest, finest, the fine, right? So, yeah, and you I was get like, there and you're like, dude, she's like an Oklahoma 6. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, this, those <laughs> filters look a lot better. And, right? You know? Yeah, so I wasn't sure. But yeah, it, was, it was so cool. Like, I I know something that I really enjoyed, you know, I sh- maybe it wasn't a big deal, but to me, this, I went to CZ, they had that, uh, the, Evo, that was a twenty-two line rifle that was coming out. Yeah, that was awesome. Evos in general are badass, but yeah, the twenty-two is dope. I'm in love with the Evos. How can we all own an Evo, dude? I mean, not a real, like real steel, but when I was in Oklahoma, dude, they just had them at the fucking gun at the gun show, like the gun store for like like eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, my fucking had all the my, my fucking Kimber nineteen eleven costs more than the fucking Evo costs in Oklahoma, bro. Jesus. Yeah, you guys will see. I need to be like a resident in Oklahoma. I need to like get a, a residency there and buy my hey, buy a fucking gun. You know what? You guys come down. We'll get you guys taken care of. I'm gonna get uh, a. I'm, I'm gonna get a. Uh, down December. I'm gonna get a, a rental agreement with Tommy mm-hmm. and uh, get a license and live in the basement. And that'll be my uh, vacation residence. Oh shit! Tommy's selling timeshares now. Yeah, that's gonna be my vacation <laughs> oh, yeah. spot. And then uh, I'm just gonna start buying some firearms. I'm gonna keep over there. I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely buy a timeshare off Tommy. <laughs> hey, you guys pay one water bill. You guys can officially live here, Mike. Nice, so. dude. And then like every morning, you get woken up by the sound of Tommy's balls like clapping. <laughs> hey, it's so bells here. We do balls. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> <It's all> we <laughs> <laughs> my balls, uh, my balls. <laughs> yeah range day was incredible and i had a blast uh we talked about going over to the other side where the skeet shooting was but we actually never made it there. yeah we didn't we saw squirrel and just kept going but we're like shotguns like whatever dude we can shoot shotguns whenever yeah which i still had a great time then we it started raining pretty decent so we finally bugged out before it got we left what like 45 minutes early like 30 minutes early early because everyone was about everybody was starting to leave it started raining pretty good and not as bad as last year because last year when i go i don't give a fuck what it is i'm gonna try to shoot everything (laughs) everything we we we've been there all goddamn day from like 8 a.m i think we left at 3 30 it goes until 5 technically but then, like, you're leaving at the same time as everybody else, and now all of a sudden everything takes, yeah. like, twice as long to get out of the there parking lot and everything. Exodus, and we, and we were hungry, bro. Really nice. We were hungry. So we fucking left. We went back to the room. We checked into the hotel. Hotel check-in wasn't that bad. Um, then uh, around that time, I think we we did try to record. Um, but we got back to the room. We started doing shots. Uh, we were drinking like crazy. And then we tried to record the show, but everything had already kicked in. But everything kicked mm-hmm. in. And um, so the show got wild, and then Joe and then Joe shows up, and then um, and then we're like, all right, it's time to go eat, you know. So we're already kind of faded. We walk over to Batista's hole in the wall, which is literally just around the corner from Flamingo, like a five minute walk. That like, was it's super incredible. short. Incredible. The fucking yeah, man. Talk about. So you hadn't been to you hadn't been to Vegas, much less Batista's hole in the wall, the Italian restaurant. Um, you know, we talked about this like the past couple of years being kind of a thing that we do when we go to the uh, when we go to Vegas. Um, what was uh, I mean? Yeah, you, I mean, you kind of already said it, but yeah, I mean, what do you think of uh, Batista's? Yeah. So, my uncle had an Italian joint in, uh, in Queens yeah. called Papa Joe's, mm-hmm. and it reminded me of that Papa Joe's tiny. Oh yeah, in Queens. And I, they had uh, in the story of Dittmar's in Queens. And uh, they had the veal parm there, which is exactly what he cooked. And it reminded me just of what he made. It was incredible. And the problem was, though, they had free unlimited wine in red mm. and white. Yeah. And that is dangerous. 
unlimited wine, and you and Philly, you guys want the town. Oh, and dude, yeah, we really test the limits of uh, you guys are going shot unlimited. for shot, but it wasn't a shot; it was a glass. And you guys, you and Phil alone, had three cra- uh, crafts each. <laughs> yeah. Each. Well, uh, Joe and I were sitting next to each other, like this is this is happening. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> are they going to are they going to live? And like you know. People are getting excited. Mm. People are having a good time. You can see you know, me. Voices you can see get me. elevated. You can see me. And all of a sudden, you have... Okay, <laughs> you said people. Jesse it was totally me. You loud. Yeah, I did get loud. And, uh, I didn't realize, though. And Jesse was... Not impressed. They actually asked him... They were not impressed. Mm. But they asked you very politely to lower your voice. And you, like a gentleman, said, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> you at least, said to him, at least you said, I'll try. try. Uh-huh. I did. I was I remember you that. I was like, I will try. And I turned around and just kept right going. Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. But, oh, he destroyed some amazing food. It was The food was well, incredible. Me, I, I was really I, drunk, but I literally look forward to that perfect. shit every year because it was perfect. We've brought people there. They're like, oh, I've had better Italian food. Of course, they're like super well traveled, been to like 52 countries. And they're like, this is not the best Italian food I've had. No. The best food I've had is in Italy. And I'm like, of course it is. Yeah. I'm like, you're in fucking yeah, Vegas. Well, like, this is great for Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this is great for not even just Vegas, but it is good quality food. And um, especially like the prices, like, I mean, it is kind of on the higher side, but the quality that you get the service that you get like everything that comes with it the unlimited white wine red wine the um what was it uh what, what do we get at the end uh, the little frapp- uh, frappuccino or whatever oh my god that thing that was, was tasty and then you get all I the get all handle. that fucking fresh bread it mm. was super good dude it's good no um, that food is great it was amazing what was funny though is that um, i feel my arteries already it, oh bro at oh. the end at the end of the dinner um what was what, what did phil do I don't know because I remember uh, Joe and I went outside because we were we already paid and we were good to go. And you guys took another thirty minutes. I don't really? know what you guys were doing. It was oh, stuffing. Yeah. You, I think we were still drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you had more work to do, and you guys weren't. You you stayed till the job was done, <laughs> and I respect that. <laughs> Phil was like, like, "Where the hell? We, we can't leave no this idea. wine like half full." Yeah, Phil was like, I yeah. "Keep putting the bread in like, the fucking cardboard bags." It's okay. But, but yeah, I don't know what you guys did. It took thirty minutes for you guys to come out, and then I remember when you finally did. Though there was someone asking, they couldn't find the door, which is literally right in front of them. But <laughs> I can't remember if it was you or Philly, but you guys went through the entire menu of what to order <laughs> in there. Like I, I, you guys should have got commission for how good you sold the place to these people. Oh yeah, people were asking about stuff, and we were like breaking down like how, how good everything was and like selling it. Like, they actually just asked where the door was. The <laughs> 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 so owners are like, hey, who are the new guys we hire? They're doing a great like, fucking job. Place? And said, you're like, well, it opened in 1932. So the thing that was like, I was asking what Phil did. Phil didn't finish all of his food. Mm-hmm. So we asked for it to go box. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. And we're like, I'm like, bro. Why are you getting a fucking to-go box? We don't have a fucking microwave in the, or in the refrigerator. Like we don't have a refrigerator. We don't have that shit in the fucking room. Like, what are you gonna do with the fucking food? Like, you one, 
you can't keep it cool in the refrigerator. Two, you can't heat it up. So what exactly do you plan on doing with the food? He's like, well, I might eat it cold in breakfast. I'm like, no, you're not. I was like, no, you're not, dude. Just leave it here. And he's like, well, I don't know. It's pretty good. It'll cost a lot. Anyways, we get outside. We get outside, and uh, I'm like, dude, we need to take a selfie in the parking lot of uh, Batista's with Joe. And uh, we're trying to take this selfie, so fucking Phil puts his food down on the ground like so we can take the picture, right? Uh-huh. I grabbed his bag and I fucking threw it. <laughs> <laughs> I threw it. Like, an Olympic shot put. How well he threw this thing. I threw it and it just goes, and he just lands and he's like, oh, I think it stayed in the box. Like, he was going to keep it. He was going to keep it. But then Joe, like, after we took some pictures, Joe went over and he grabbed the bag and then he kind of, like, got into this squat stance like he was getting ready to do a shot putt. Mm-hmm. And, like, he did, like, this Olympic kind of turn thing uh-huh. and then just fucking... Oof, he fucking just sailed it into the air like oh my god dude it flew so far in the air but like it was just an angle like it looked like it was going to go farther than it did mm-hmm. because it promptly landed in the middle of the road where cars were going <laughs> yeah in the middle of traffic yeah There's dude alfredo he almost here. hit a car with a fucking <laughs> pasta box like an alfredo all over the fucking windshield and when that happened we're like oh shit and like we took off running mm-hmm. i'm not sure how straight i ran in a line but i know i ran <laughs> in, a, in a direction yeah you um, ran straight to the liquor store that's where you ran oh i did yeah, yeah, we went to the liquor store. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep it going. Yeah, we got some more drinks, and then we went back to the the room. And we, uh, the room. we ended up passing out. We ended up passing out. Yeah, uh, waking up the next day. Um, pretty fucked oh. up. Pretty fucked up. Blur. That was. It was wild. That was a long day. It was a wild was night. A fun, it was a, fun night. It was a wild night. It was very exhausting. The next day, I was. Uh, yeah, I was tired. Yeah, you didn't. You, I was actually really impressed how early you guys woke up because I had the time difference, which really screwed me up. Mm-hmm. Because you know I normally wake up at five thirty Oklahoma time. Well, Las Vegas is Pacific Standard Time, so I was waking up at three thirty in the morning, which is really screwing me up. <laughs> and I usually go to bed like nine thirty Oklahoma time, which is seven thirty California time. So I woke up at like four thirty, so I slept in technically, mm-hmm. and you guys all were. I will, I will say this. I woke up early and I just started walking around down the casino because I didn't want to wake you guys up. And I will say it is pretty sad in the casino at 4.30 in the morning because all the people that are still gambling, they've got problems. Yeah. Yeah. Those people are lost. 4.30 in the morning, really they're still fucking... watching these people. Yeah. Just throw their money away in a fucking uh, their pension machine. Shit. Yeah. They're just been playing yeah. all night. It's not what you see on TV at that point. It's... Not the Nick Papa Giorgio's from Vegas Vacation. <laughs> 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 we don't have three cars everything. waiting to collect. You know, that's the great thing about yeah. like me in Vegas is like I don't gamble, but you would find me at those because like you know you'd find me down there at four in the morning, and uh, it would be with a slice of pizza sitting on one of those fucking slot <laughs> machines eating. If I was gambling, I'd probably find a penny or nickel slot or something and make twenty dollars stretch. Dude, the most I ever well, won was my five dollars back. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck yeah, That's we won!" Incredible, because I put twenty bucks in a slot, lost it in about five minutes. And that's my biggest gambling experience. <laughs> I never, I'll never gamble again. I have to, I have to show you how to gamble now. next time, dude. I have to show you how to gamble next time because I need to do like twenty I, on red I, next I would, year. I would do like twenty or forty, like on a on a on a on a slot, mm-hmm. and I'd be like winning and losing and winning and losing, and it was so much so that like it was enough for the drink person to keep coming back and giving me free drinks. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would just be playing with this $20, $40, dude, uh, like, the whole time. 
and get like free drinks and you can always order two drinks at a time right so then you paid for yourself and then you just you print out your ticket and you go somewhere else into like a different drink lady zone mm-hmm. and you do the same thing and you just get free drinks all night over and over mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's how you do it do it yeah, I didn't make it that far. It was five minutes. It was like a $20. Dinosaur. Max bet. Max bet. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was on the freaking penny slots and 20 bucks went literally like well, five minutes. When you're playing fucking max bet and like 52 lines, yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, when I when yeah, I, like I, I'm that bad. I lost everything. I, I, I put those $5 in. Uh, I think I got down to like three, one fifteen, and then went back to five, and I fucking walked away like I want those all too much my blood, and, uh, dude. I walked away like I hit the fucking million dollar jackpot. <laughs> like fuck yeah, my five dollars back, bitch. <laughs> yeah, That's, dude. Yeah, it was uh, fuck man. Yeah, people do have problems. They're still gambling that late or early, I should yeah. say. Um, yeah. And then uh, when we woke up the next day, you know, we slide into uh, into the show, and that was like I think the very. First room we went into, like I think the very one of the very first businesses that we stopped at to check something out was Bullet Box. That's they were true. The, yeah. the, the first, first people one. that we actually stopped to talk to. First ones. I think we talked to him for maybe like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Oh, like, that guy was so, was so cool, nice. Um, and we'll talk about Bullet Box next, more on the next show. And um, who specifically I spoke with, he gave me his business card, and he was a fantastic guy. Um, actually, you know what? I have my phone right here. It might it might have a personalized email. Um, but yeah, man, I I really like that dude. Like they were they were all the first ones you guys talked cool. to, and the first ones we opened up the show with today. Yeah, man. Um, can't say enough good shit about these people. They were really cool. Let's see. Yeah, I I'm if I get to the pleasure of going back next year, I I want to see those guys again because they're that fucking cool. It was a uh, Marshall Jackson. He was uh, I think he was or still is. I can't remember if he said he was. I think he said he was retired now. But I think he was, I think he said National Guard, and he was a lieutenant colonel um, yeah. in the uh, in the military. Um, Marshall Jackson, fantastic guy. He was actually the one I communicated with when I was sending him the logos and stuff like that to facilitate sending the the Fat Fifty custom case over. Um, so yeah, um, you know, and so while we were there, you know, we can talk about a couple of these other things before we wrap up. Um, there were some cool things that we saw, um, and not all of this stuff was the first day, but um, one of the things that we stopped at um, when we were getting hungry was uh, this place called uh, Bridgeford, and uh, yes. this place, basically, they have like a like an MRE-type food um, that has a three-year shelf life, and none of it has to be heated. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like add hot water to like cook it or anything like that. Like You just open it eat it and it's fucking tasty i was gonna hand uh, armando the brochure these uh i I was like down to fucking order some stuff these like hot pockets dude they're dope man they're good they are so good there's no minimum orders and you can do like business orders um like they actually gave me like an order form um to order the only thing the only downside because he had mentioned that they had like a uh like a a box that had like different types of food you know like a like a randomized like a mystery box yeah and i didn't see that anywhere on this order form um because it looks like they do individual boxes that are like that one specific item um so like if you wanted like an eight count it's like a 3.5 ounce you know item and uh it's like a filled french toast 
uh, a box of that is 34 bucks. I mean, I probably shouldn't be saying these prices because these are like at cost prices. But like most of these cases are say like 48 count of like a particular item, like Italian style. Dude, I'll, I'll name the fucking things they got here. They sound pretty good. They got right, barbecue just, chicken, yeah. Italian style, honey barbecue beef. The blueberry turnover chicken. was bomb. Pepperoni yeah. stick. Sweet and sour chicken. Everything I had was freaking awesome. They had they, they like a pizza slice. It was fucking good. Yeah, the pepperoni and cheese. Dude, they look like the little Red Baron fucking pizzas, like the French bread pizzas. They and are it, not pretty looking. I will tell you that. They, 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 they look, they look like shit, but they taste good. As long as it tastes good, man. Yeah, and it, yeah. I, I think the, the most convenient part, and like to me, like this was something that would be perfect for like a... You know, because um, like some of these cases, this, this, you know, they're seems... like in the hundred dollar range, like, but there there's a high count of food that's in them. Uh huh. So like, to how, me, how it's big like, are these things? Like, mm, they're a good size. They're like, a good size. They're not size small. Comparison. They're not small. I mean, like a small plate, like almost like an individualized, you know, item. Like you're gonna get full on it, okay. like calories wise stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what was cool about these uh, it was like an airsoft application. Like yeah. for these. You know, oh, you're going to go with the boys down to the fucking game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to, you want to be able to bring something on the field. Right. That you don't have to get hunkered down with like, oh, now I got to set up the fire. I got to heat up a like a jet boil. I got to do any of these things to get some food. This stuff you can put in your pocket, you know, like much like I would do, uh, you know, spam. like the spam or yeah. the applesauce uh-huh. to have something more substantial, something that, you know, tastes a little bit different. Um, be able to throw that shit in your pockets and just eat it on the go, mm-hmm. not have to worry about any of that stuff, and you're getting like good, solid food, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, this would have been perfect for like an AMS like blind man or just sitting at the fob. Yeah, like, man. If you're sitting there, you can pull it out of your chest rig and just have a quick snack. It was perfect. Yeah, and like these, it like looks that. like you can probably like, you know, say like, hey, everybody want like barbecue beef or somebody want like the pepperoni pizza. You can order that box and then, like, order, like, one of the snack boxes, like the apple turnover or the blueberry or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe spend, like, 150 bucks, but split it between the boys, like, three, four ways. Dude, we gotta spend, like, 25 bucks a piece. And now you have, like, just unlimited fucking dude, whatever, apple. Whatever op we go to next. Uh, we should try it. Yeah, yeah, definitely try it. Like I'm saying, we're all going to reindeer games. Yeah. We can make this happen. Yeah, I think we should order that. We'll probably fucking send them to Tommy's house. We can yeah. order them. We'll send them to Tommy's yeah, house. That way it's already there. Well, I want to say they're based out of Texas, weren't they? I think so, yeah. So it would get to your house pretty fast, and we wouldn't have yeah. to bring it with us. Mm-hmm. You know, so we Let's just send it. Happen. Yeah, send it to your house. Uh, but yeah, I, I really like this place. The dude is like super cool, and like he's oh yeah, well, you know, we'll honor these prices because I told him I'm like, bro, like we don't have a business that's gonna like carry these. Mm-hmm. Like this would be something like we'll probably personally order, and he's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> he's like, here's an order for him. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, because I I think technically he's just like, well, technically you guys are still kind of a business, you know, mm-hmm. because you guys are here, you know. Um, so I thought that place was cool. Definitely something we got to try out. Um, one of the other things that uh, we saw uh, midway through the day, and this was something that um, Tommy had brought me back to. Um, I think him and Phil ended up talking to this guy because they would kind of walk around. Because sometimes, like when I'm trying to kind of, you know, uh, spend a little bit of time like at a particular booth and like you know, kind of like you know, I'm trying to build you know these relationships with like an individual place. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm talking to this dude for like 30, 40 minutes or whoever it is. You know, it gets boring when they're not necessarily doing that, and so they're going to check out other parts of the show. Um, they end up bringing me back to this place. I think it might have been one of the days where I like kind of slept in late because I was like super fucked up from the you night before. You had a long night. You had a long night on one of those nights. Yeah, when, I did. When, I got when back at like five a.m., bro. <laughs> I got fucked. Yeah, when you that was the Evic night, wasn't it? The big ones. That was Evic night. The, the Evic party. That yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk more about that day too. Um, but. 
Anyways, it was one night where I stayed out super late, came in at like 5 a.m. I basically slept most of one day. Um, I came back to the show with like three hours left. And um, they took me to the... I woke up that morning because I get up early. <laughs> you walked in as I was leaving. <laughs> like, we high-fived like it was a shift. Yeah. What's <laughs> up, bro? I was like, you got... What the... Je- where have you been? And I came and back. Like, and so the whiskey that we're drinking, I came back with this bottle. You know, you know how much I brought here? I yeah. drank that by myself. I, I kind of shared it with people randomly, but I drank mm-hmm. this whole thing that night. Um, so speaking the, Arabic to me. I don't even know what he was saying. Garbler, garbler. They brought me to the the Ilar the Ilar booth. Um, so Ilar.com. Um, it's E Y L A R. Um, that was so cool. These guys are super cool because basically. Um, sort of similar like in the same range as something like um the bullet box um but basically they have like they have pelican cases and the pelican cases you know like in most pelican cases you know you have like a foam insert where you know you can put your you know um your firearms you know your 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 high um quality items that you don't want to get fucked up um these cases they can customize so again Anything that you want on them, and they will use like an AI generator. You know, if Armando's, I mean, the the fucking world is your oyster, your imagination's the limit. If you're like, I want an alligator that's boxing a bear, and I want him fighting on top of Mount Everest, you know, with like the the Trump train 2024 airplane flying over the top, right? This one right here they got on the page is fucking uh, the Sriracha brand or whatever. I'm like, uh. Bitch, you know how expensive sriracha is right now? I'd probably put some sriracha in that case and make sure nothing got to it. <laughs> it's crazy. But, like, so he's like, dude, he's all, it doesn't matter. Like, we can put whatever we want on it. And so we were joking with this guy. Um, I, I, and I, I have his name on a business card as well. Um, I'll have to get that and get one um, for the show. Plug this dude because he was super cool. I think he was the, the one that created um, the new types of. Uh, the ILR and casings that go inside um, these uh, yeah, custom cases. Yeah, super young dude. Super young guy. I mean, yeah, like uh, 30s. Um, fucking super cool. Actually, I was like, dude, you need to be on our show. I'm like, because he had a sense of humor that was very similar to ours because we were he talking about like, oh, a shark, you know, fighting a fucking alligator and like with uh, shark nipples, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can put nipples on a shark. You know, like, like the Steven Seagal one they had when he was like super fat. <laughs> He, but he is his sense of humor was very much like ours, and um, you know uh, some of the prices for uh, you know like the custom designs on some of these boxes were I think pretty reasonable. Um, uh, the cases themselves, I don't, I mean, they're, I mean, they're, these cases do tend to tend to be expensive, and I think the prices they they charge um, on this uh, paper that I gave uh, Armando is like the cost of like um, putting like logos or you know custom designs on the cases. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ILR itself was super cool because um, basically what sets it apart from like your standard uh, foam inserts or that like you know foam inserts that you typically have you're plucking out all these little squares right and mm-hmm. you, when you pluck out all of these squares uh, you know you want to protect you're your phone your camera whatever it is now you want to use it for something else oh guess what it's already the shape of a phone it's already the shape of a camera it's already mm-hmm. the shape of a microphone now you're fucked yeah. like you, you gotta buy a whole nother fucking um, thing of foam, and it's not cheap. You know, it's very expensive. But uh, the Ilar stuff, um, basically, it's like this weird kind of like ninja star shape that he's created, where they kind of wrap into themselves. 
Um, it's a, it's a weird shape. Oh, like some kind of like Lego style yeah, thing. It's, where like you like a, it's weird, dude. Almost like a triangle weird. It's yeah. it's a it's a really weird shape. That's, but like well, what I'm saying is the pieces are it, not because you pull it out you can't use it anymore, but you can put it in, reconfigure it in yes. a new way. Yeah, so like, 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 like fucking Lego. Yeah, yeah. So like basically super customizable. Um, they connect to themselves. They you can pull them all out and make a certain shape so that you can. Once you decide, okay, I don't need this particular shape anymore. Mm-hmm. Now you can put all the extra shit back in mm-hmm. and you know repluck it. So you're not really replucking anything. Uh, it's just the foam kind of wraps into itself a certain way, and you can remove enough of it so that like you can do whatever kind of shape you want to do. So it basically leaves you the ability to kind of constantly recustomize your case. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, dude, that is cool. Like I really want that. I actually need that right now because like. This little case yeah. that I have right now, um, I had it plucked for like something very specific for like a microphone. Mm-hmm. And like right now, the way it's plucked, I can pretty much I can still kind of use it for like my little H6 recorder to go in there and like the little top piece. But like I gotta like stuff other parts that I already plucked mm-hmm. into it so they don't rub against each other and stuff. Right. And so this is exactly why the ILR would be perfect, you know, to be able to put in this little case customize it a certain way and then when i don't need it for that purpose anymore i can kind of put it back in there and then reconfigure it a different way mm-hmm. so um i think he said you can only choose different colors and all that kind of stuff like if you wanted to like they can completely customize it just the way they do the cases and i was like dude this also is like a really cool like airsoft application because you know it might seem kind of expensive at first to go with something like this as opposed to like a like a styrofoam insert but then but you the amount of it. money that you're going to save by not having to repurchase it ever again, Absolutely. basically, mm-hmm. yeah. it just saves you money over time. Yeah. Um, so that is cool. Plus, I mean, just uh, having a custom case that's like whatever the fuck you wanted it to be, well, that's dope. Regardless of Airsoft or not, it's it's a case. You're going to put shit in it. Anything. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be using it all the fucking time, whether it's Airsoft or not Airsoft. Mm-hmm. Well, like think about literally in December, you guys are coming here. You guys are bringing your guns. You could whatever you're bringing. You could put whatever you wanted in there. Mm-hmm. You could change it to whatever you wanted to bring. And you know, I have I've currently at the spare case, and I'm committed to one size gun, and it sucks because if I had this, I could put anything I wanted in. Right. So this is one of the things that we toured. It was this uh, tent here at uh, Easy Up after we left Ilar. I think at some point we ended up. Uh, like, what I didn't know was easy up at the time, like, it was just this really high-energy chick that was, like, super fucking nice. Like, I mean, she seemed like she got high on easy up. Like, talking about easy up, like, she was very enthusiastic. Like, she probably one of the much. nicest... Dude, one of the nicest people I talked to with that whole show. Like, she was fucking she was, cool. She was cool. And um, she was uh, giving us this tour of the inside of this, like, super high-grade, like, easy up that was, like, like reinforced fucking steel beams, like... I mean, this thing was gonna like withstand a fucking hurricane, and I'm like, this thing <laughs> seems badass. I'm like, well, me, how much is this? You're telling me this thing could withstand the winds at Victorville? Probably. Claws? Yeah, actually, yeah. Those are hurricane winds. So this is like a work cube, ten by ten, aluminum frame, pressure, uh, professional top, roller bag. Um, I think this particular one, I think just the tent was like two or three thousand dollars. Oh, and then, with all of the different inserts that this, this thing had, here, this guy looks like a fucking decontamination unit. Yeah, dude, it had like reinforced like walls that you can adjust. Um, 
like you could like I think they were working on getting a bottom like because it didn't have a bottom there. It was but they were working on putting a bottom so that like obviously it won't flood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like it even came with uh, this like I mean this was separate, but it's called a sky fuse um, balloon light kit. Well, I think they got a so few here, but you can't really tell this too much. this here. Um, basically illuminated the tent in such a way because like you ever illuminated like a tent where like you kind of like hang a light right. or whatever and it kind of creates this like weird like misdirected light where well, it's you, all focused you, in one area yeah kinda you get blinding the, whatever whatever that is the, whatever part of the light that isn't actual light you're gonna get that like shadow overcast yeah so this thing kind of like il- like emits the light in a way that like kind of like lights a room in a house like it was really nice um but it but the fucking sky the sky fuse um 60 watt led kind of standalone light that i'm showing you there was actually also pretty fucking expensive um i think that tent was even capable of like you were able to connect like a like a little fucking like ac unit and shit to it i think she was saying like everything that they were showing us I'm, i'm pretty sure tommy remembers too like with all of the little weight bags, all of the little lights, all of the fucking reinforced walls, wires, all this shit. She said that setup was like ten grand. Yeah. Ten G's, dude. And I'm like, bro, if I had that kind of money, this would be fucking cool. Yeah. Like, I would totally, yeah. totally do this. Because, like, you know, if you're at Victorville and you have the high winds, you have all this shit going on. You have a setup like this with those reinforced walls. Like, reinforced frame. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about your shit flying away. Mm-mm. You don't have to worry about your shit bending. My shit broke last year. And you imagine fucking, like, being able to set up the podcast and, like, really you can hear, like, residual wind outside, mm-hmm. but, like, it's withstanding everything, so you'd actually be able to, like, record a show and not have any fucking issues with, like, oh, man, the show sounds like shit or we're not, we can't do anything because, you know, we got to take it down because it's going to blow away. Yeah, you got fucking howling winds in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, there there were some cool things that you know were worth mentioning, you know, for this first show. There was a hell of a lot that we got to see, um, you know, in addition to these three things that we mentioned for this show. But we yeah, wanted this show so to kind of more we hadn't even talked about. Yeah, we wanted to mention kind of like, like Tommy's experience, um, you know, just showing up to the show, and then um, you know his attendance, like at the actual um, industry day at the range, um, which was fun. Um, yeah, so we do have, uh, I think, at least two additional shows um, to record. And those are going to cover, I think, uh, some of the other cool stuff that we saw um, as far as reviews, which are going to cover um, these uh, cut-proof gloves. Um, there's a, a product that I ended up ordering um, at, at a discount. It wasn't like sent um, free of charge, but um, it's, a, it's a level 3A ballistic helmet. Um, that I ended up ordering. And then um, I'm also probably going to be ordering um, some gloves, these cut-resistant gloves, which we'll talk about a lot more um, next show. I actually got to wear some of these things. They did a demo on them, and uh, I have an order for them. They're supposed to be getting restocked at the end of this month in order for me to order some. Um, These things were also pretty cool, so we'll talk about those. And then uh, there were two other companies um one company was actually a toy manufacturer um that uh they had these like cowboy guns rifles and pistols and stuff like that um gave us some of these things and they're like these like old pop guns like from like way back in the day that were pretty cool so we're going to talk a little bit about those and then finally um a more in-depth review which will probably be the third show um that'll probably be me and armando um going out with this uh 
um, gosh, what is it? Uh, not Elite Force. Um, the Elite Force parent company that does the um, pellet guns and stuff like that is Umarex. Um, there's an Umarex brand, uh, kind of like a repeater rifle that I have like in a 22 caliber pellet gun um, that I ended up buying sometime about a year, year and a half ago. Is that um, the same one we shot? Yeah, that's the one oh, that we okay. shot that like you can like uh, pressurize it with that mm-hmm. bike pump um, and is pretty fucking accurate, really cool and fun to shoot. Um, when we were at shot, there was this other company that had a very similar design gun, but it seemed like they improved upon a lot of things that uh, Umarex was doing with their rifle, and they actually sent us one. Um, so we're going to do uh, kind of like a first impression review of the gun, and then we're actually going to take it out and kind of do like a 1v1 that gun against the uh, Umarex in terms of like performance and just like overall comparison mm-hmm. and that'll be like a good portion of third show so um you know that's pretty much it uh i think for this show i it seems like this show went by pretty fast and i'm looking at the fucking timer and i realize we've been recording for like an hour and a half um and i mean honestly we we only really kind of brushed the surface, the surface. Yeah, yeah honestly because so much more yeah yeah i mean we talked talked about the the beginning of the you know, range day, but we didn't even get into the meat, I guess, of who was there, what products from like real steel to uh, airsoft and what's coming out. And I think everybody wants to know, is like, hey, what's the new thing in airsoft that's coming out? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, we do real steel and we do everything else, but we always done airsoft and shit. That's what we do. And mm-hmm. well, yeah. I mean, I'm excited yeah, I, about that stuff. And, and, and I have plenty is, of questions and, about and, that shit too. And the thing is, is, uh, I think show two, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about um, going to um, like a like a G and G, like a, well an EVIC an EVIC party that was that, uh, cool. that was at um, one of their EVIC outposts, um, which was really fun. Um, and actually, Amanda Lau um, had in, invited us to that while we were at um, the Elite Force booth, and then uh, the next day. Um, Ryan from G and G ended up inviting us to uh, one of the um, the the G and G party that was uh, that at was Top fun. Golf, which was also fucking super fun, and we were really appreciative that they invited us. And we're going to talk more about that um, next show with uh, some of the other um, smaller product reviews. Um, I mean, not necessarily smaller product reviews, but just the uh, the few other um, product reviews that we have that are. Like the gloves, the helmet, um, the, the the pop gun, which is like super all the, fucking cool. All the fixings to the meal. Yeah. So you want to give those things like you know adequate time in another show and not squeeze anything in. So um, yeah, uh, we'll probably record this uh, second show probably within the next week, and so we can start catching up because we did take like uh, you know what was you know a little bit of a, a hiatus, not really recording anything in January, and then. You know, being like, you know, three quarters through freaking February. Um, yeah, we're on the back end of February now. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening to episode uh, 38. Um, Jesse here with Armando. Yup. And Tommy. Yes, sir. Uh, saying thanks for listening to the show. And we'll probably have Tommy on this next one, too. Probably, more than Absolutely. likely. I'll be here. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Take care. Thirty-eight. All right, cool. We're recording.
Drinks of the evening. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Goddamn. Calm down. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Was also here. Look, man, I was drinking already earlier today. Yeah. All right, here we go.